When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What a weird existence I have waiting for the news of Shohei Otani to sign, not able to leave, go to dinner, go for a run. Last night, he's going to the Blue Jays, going about my day. And here's the news that you've already seen, and I'm glad you tuned in. We're live. Nothing personal with David Sampson, YouTube channel. Shohei Otani's going to the Dodgers. $700 million over 10 years. $700 million over 10 years. So I see that number, and I was thinking, wow, we gave Stanton 325. Now that's 13 years. Now Otani's up to 700 over 10 years. There's no way that's what the Dodgers did. So let me break this down in four ways. Number one, the Dodgers are not paying Shohei Otani $70 million per year. It's the most important fact of the day. Why is that so important? Because in baseball, if you pay a player... 20% of your payroll, you're not going to win. And if you do, you got lucky. So a payroll of $350 million would be required for Otani to make 70. So it can't be that from a cash standpoint, he will make 70 million. Then word comes out from Ken Rosenthal and others that there are massive deferrals, unprecedented deferrals. That means the cash outlay per year to Otani will be less than 70, way less than 70. It means that they'll be paying Shohei Otani for more than 10 years, way more than 10 years. That fact alone takes many teams out of the running to sign Otani. Because if Major League Baseball chooses to enforce its rule on deferred comp, teams are asked to sequester funds, to separate funds, to show the union and the commissioner's office that you've got the funds to pay your deferred comp. Well, that's a lot of money that Guggenheim Partners would have to show that it has. Well, thank God Guggenheim Partners has plenty of money and plenty of accounts where they can take a snapshot of any account on any particular day and say to baseball, we've got Otani covered. The second thing that is critical about 700 million over 10 years is that it can only be done by a team where there is no sale in sight. Why am I saying that? When you have a ton of deferred comp on your books, that has a deleterious impact on your sales price. 
It doesn't mean that if the Angels had signed him to 700 over 10 and deferred a majority of it and Artie Moreno wanted to sell it, it doesn't mean if the team had been worth $3 billion, that now it's worth only $2.3 billion, so the entire $700 million would be deducted. But there is an amount of money that a prospective buyer would look and say, I'm not going to pay the deferred comp to a player that I didn't have. So if the Angels would sell after a year, a new buyer would have nine years of Otani if he had signed with the Angels. So any deferred comp from year one would be the responsibility of the current owner, not the new owner. The Dodgers are not selling their team. They have no reason to sell their team. It has not been rumored. It's not a thought. It is very much an entity-owned team. So the ability to have a player and defer comp out over years where there will be no impact on sales price, Dodgers, check. The third thing, you need to have the money and the farm system to surround the player with winning players. Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman, Will Smith. You look at their team in 2024, you say they won 100 games last year. They're going to win 100 games this year. That means Otani on the team, they're going to be that much better because he's a middle-of-the-order bat. The Los Angeles Dodgers did not sign Otani to win in 2024. You're going to hear all sorts of things differently, that this was all about bringing in the bat. Guess what? The Dodgers don't have the pitching to win in 2024. The way their team stands right now, Otani's not pitching for them. The issue with the Dodgers was pitching. Do you remember Clayton Kershaw's last start with the Dodgers? Not quite good. Do you remember the injuries to Tony Gonsolin? Do you remember the injury to Ferris Walker Bueller? Do you remember the injury to Dustin May? As the Dodgers are currently constituted, they will not win the World Series in 24. They need pitching. So what the Dodgers were saying is what we're betting is that he will be a top of the rotation pitcher in 25. And we'll still have bets. We'll still have Freeman. That's possible, but by no means guaranteed. The number of players who have come back from a second Tommy John injury, even though they didn't call it Tommy John, have been few and far between. Nate Evaldi's done it, but not many players can. Is it possible Otani will come back? Yes. Is it possible he will be a top of the rotation starter? Yes. Is it guaranteed? Absolutely not. The fourth thing you need is the ability to be wrong and have it not bankrupt your team or your team's ability to compete. Dodgers, check. Let's pretend Shohei Otani is just fine, doesn't win another MVP, is a middle-of-the-order bat, an ordinary fourth or fifth starter. $70 million per year, except most of it deferred. Does that mean the Dodgers look at him as a $20 million player or a $25 million player? How many teams in baseball can do what the Dodgers just did. Just the Dodgers. Steve Cohn would never do a deal like that. It makes zero financial sense. And on top of that, it makes zero baseball sense. 
Let's not go around and say that Stan Kasten and Andrew Friedman are the top of the iceberg when it comes to baseball executives. You don't need to be a good executive to give Otani $700 million. You need a good executive to identify who the comeback player of the year is going to be, who you can pay $30 million to over three years and have them contribute to you winning. From Shohei Otani's standpoint, this was always a case of, I am comfortable in LA. I thought, and I was wrong, I thought that he would be an angel again. I thought there was a deal with Artie Moreno, though God knows when he signed in 2017, and we got the memo from the commissioner saying, you better not do anything nefarious with Otani. Anyone who signs him, you only get him for this deal. Don't discuss his free agency. And in the industry, we all assumed the Angels had violated that. There is no way six years ago there was even a kernel of a nugget of a dream that he was a $700 million player. The Angels did not get him. My wait to see all the way back in September of 21, when I said Otani would sign long-term with the Angels, when I give you a wait to see and I told you I revisit it, I want to know all the media people right now who are going to tell you they had it all the way. Well, all of them, but Morosi, but how many of them are going to tell you they had it all the way? Not me. September of 21, he was going to the Angels. And I've said it ever since. Even early in November, on November 2nd of 23, I said to you, he will not get this done until after the new year. The reason I thought that is I thought the deal was going to be complicated. This was not a complicated deal. 700 million over 10 years, agree to some deferrals, see you later. I thought there would be incentives involved. There would be opt-outs just in case he could pitch, couldn't pitch. Shohei Otani is going to be lauded. His agents at CAA lauded for not doing an opt-out. Why would you do an opt-out when you got 700 over 10? The Angels made the right decision in not doing 700 over 10 to Otani because of what it would have done to their franchise. The Dodgers have that ability. A quick message, Coco, while we're here, if you don't mind. To all Blue Jays fans, Canada represents a huge part, well, not huge, not majority, but a really important part of our fan base. I love Toronto, I love Montreal, I love Canada. I appreciate all of your loyalty. Yesterday, my guess is you were all lathered up. Shohei was on a private plane from Anaheim Landing in Toronto. Shohei Otani was going to the Blue Jays. The Blue Jays were in it till the end. You ought to be thanking your lucky stars that you have an owner and team president and GM who were not going to sign him to that amount of money. And if anyone comes out and says, oh, it was a tie and he chose LA, horse hockey. Just like when Scott Boris had Alex Rodriguez and Alex Rodriguez signed with the Texas Rangers all those years ago, there was nobody close. Texas was bidding against themselves. So then it makes sense that you're going to hear from people. There'll be articles written about this. Dave Roberts telling about the meeting with Shohei Otani. That really screwed the Dodgers. And I told you nothing personal had nothing to do with it. Then you'll hear 
The rumors were he was going to Toronto. What a brilliant leak by CAA. Say he's going to Toronto. Say he's going to be on a plane. Leak it to the media. And the Dodgers are going to break. They're going to finally move from 600 to 700. From 680 to 700. From 695 to 700. Andrew Friedman didn't just fall off the turnip truck. You think Andrew Friedman looked at Twitter and saw John Morosi's tweet that he was going to Toronto on a plane and all of a sudden was shaking in his britches and then called up Shohei's agent and said, oh my God, I'm so sorry. We'll go to 700. And that's why he signed today? Don't be ridiculous. I'll tell you why the agreement happened today. Because Major League Baseball and the Players Union were not happy. The reason they were not happy is that the entire free agent market was basically waiting for Otani to sign. And so the union wants its players to have jobs so its players can find homes for spring training. The commissioner wants teams to get the players done at lower prices and not feel threatened as spring training comes close. Oh my God, I don't have a good enough team. Sign, sign, sign. Here's the problem. For all of the agents who were waiting to bring their players out to the market, thinking they would slide in right under Shohei. This contract is like Deshaun Watson's in football. It is a ceiling of guaranteed money that frankly is irrelevant. You think Blake Snell, you think uh, Scott Boris is on the phone. Hey, Otani got 700. Just give my guy right under, we're going under, we're good. Give me 647, we're good, that's all we need. Give me a break. There's no sliding under $70 million a year. It's a complete outlier. For a player who it turns out is a complete outlier, except he's not even pitching next year. Is he that much better than Trout, than Judge, than Freeman, than Betts, than Harper, than all the players who are in the 30 to $40 million range? Boy, he better be. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What does it mean to have a number like that associated with you? Does Shohei Otani feel pressure now that he's got to win? He did a full Instagram post. I want to give him credit. Let me go back, Coca. We're live, right? Can I go back? I mean, we can't cut this. We're live. I want to go back and talk about how he announced this and his sensitivity toward Toronto and why I think that he agreed to say yes to the Dodgers today was also because of the crazy rumors that were out yesterday and the way it just looked bad for everybody. It was a bad day for baseball. Media fighting back and forth. Is he in Toronto? Is he not in Toronto? MLB despondent. Agents despondent. So getting him signed was important. Shohei did not leak it to anyone. It turns out they kept it very close to the vest and he announced this on his Instagram. I'm in the media. I don't break news. I'm not an investigative journalist. So I don't want to say that I totally agree with what he did because that would be mean to my friends who break news. But 
I'm glad he did it the way he did it as a former executive. Good for him. There's no reason to give it to anyone. Don't let anyone be a source. Let the player talk. This is one of the great issues that face teams today and that faces the media today. And we'll talk more about this on Monday's show when we're back 8 a.m. live on Nothing Personal. But very important point is that PR people, newspapers, media members on Twitter, they all become less important when players would prefer to speak for themselves through their own social media outlets. Shohei Otani taking control of his narrative, control of his story, after a day where he felt totally out of control, is a pretty telling thing about how business is done. But the correlation that people are going to draw from the announcement made today, there may be talking points, but Andrew Friedman at the press conference will be asked, did you do this because of Toronto? Were you worried that Shohei was upset because of what Dave Roberts said? And it's absolutely incorrect. What ended up happening is the Dodgers said to Shohei, what number? What are we talking? 700? All right, we'll do it. Shohei gets to look good by saying, I want to win. And you can't pay me $70 million and expect to win. So I'll defer all sorts of money. I can't wait to see the contract, the guarantee language, to see how the money's deferred, what the interest rate is. It's fascinating to me when players agree to defer money because that basically means that you feel like leaving your money in the pot is better than getting your money and investing it yourself. The Los Angeles Dodgers in no way can pay for this investment. This is a losing investment. Their franchise is not worth $700 million more today even take the discount rate over all the deferrals, 300 million, say you discount it by 50%. Do you know what the discount rate is, Coca? Discount rate is when you take a future dollar amount and you say what that dollar amount would be in today's dollars and you negotiate the hell out of that because if you discount something at 8% versus 5%, it's a totally different number today. So we would always use different discount rates with, with the, uh, than the agents would because we'd like to say to the player, hey man, we'll defer a little bit of money and look at how much you're getting now. And the agents would say, you're deferring it. He's getting way less than that. And we'd say it's the discount rate. And then we'd have a fight and then agree on a discount rate. That's really all deferral money is. It's not really 700 over 10 years. So when everybody now is reporting 700 over 10, please make sure that you know, as a fan of nothing personal, Shohei Otani did not sign for 700 over 10. Imagine getting 700 million today and having it be a 10-year deal. That's $700 million. But even if it were straight line, $70 million a year for 10 years, that's not $700 million in today's dollars. It's fewer dollars than that. That's the math. So the reason I say that the Dodgers cannot actually make money on this investment is that the way you increase the value of your asset is you can increase revenue if you're in an industry where you can sell a team based on a multiple of your revenue or a multiple of your EBITDA. But as I told you earlier in the show, the Dodgers aren't selling. Or you can make money because you can increase your daily yearly revenue by increasing your ticket prices, selling more tickets at a higher number. The Dodgers have tremendous attendance. 
The way to make incremental money is only by increasing the prices. Corporate sponsorship. They're already sold out. So what do you do? You bring in a bunch of Japanese sponsors and you charge them more. What's the increment? $10 million? That'd be a lot. So for me, this is about the Dodgers thinking the COVID ring wasn't enough. Now we're going to get more rings and we can be the dynasty that we thought we were going to be. Because now they're a winning team with one ring. They're the Braves of the 90s. That's it. What about the Dodgers as it relates to how they start their day Monday? Well, this being announced by Shohei on Saturday, your sales department comes in. The first thing you're doing is with your finance department, you're getting your ticket department ready. You are going through 2024 ticket prices, individual, group, season. You're going to your corporate sales department and you're redoing the rate card for outfield signs behind first, behind third, behind the plate, scoreboard. You're going out and starting to sell to the Japanese companies. All of those things start now. There is some agreement in place with what appearances Shohei has to do. He'll be in LA for a press conference. He can stay in his own house with his dog. Don't think that wasn't a factor because it was. I really thought he wouldn't go to the Dodgers, Coca. But then again, there's no way the Angels would allow for a deal, a deferral deal like that. It just would not make sense. So I guess that's the reason. From the Angels standpoint, this is the best possible thing to happen to Artie Moreno. Because imagine if the Angels weren't willing to bid $300 million for 10 years. Then everyone would say, Artie Moreno, you cheap bastard. I can't believe you're losing him. At 700 million, which is not really 700, but at 700 million, the Angels get to say, hey, that doesn't make any possible sense. For Artie Moreno, he can now go about his business, which is securing a seller. A buyer of the team can get a better idea of what he wants to pay for the team, a better idea of where the TV money is, a better idea of what the team is worth. The Angels will be on the market the way the Orioles will and the way the Nats are. And there will be opportunities. Moreno will have looked back and said, I never got it done with Otani and Trout. Maybe I'll get it done without Otani. This doesn't mean the Angels would trade Trout. This doesn't mean they're giving up with Ron Washington as their manager. He's a great manager. How great would it be if they made the playoffs next year and the Dodgers didn't win the World Series? That really would be something. All right, let me catch my breath and catch you up on another thing that's been in my head all day about this Otani situation, or at least since I heard. I was literally out the door, Coca. I was out the door. I was going to go see my mom, light the candles for Hanukkah. Then I'm going to dinner, going to a play. I'm glad it happened now and not later because I wouldn't have been available. Although maybe I would have sat around waiting. What I was thinking about this Otani deal is the Major League Baseball syndrome that we all have when we've worked in that industry where we crave attention we want to be football we want people to pay attention to us we want people to watch the world series and watch the all-star game and we want people to be engaged with our players and what you're going to hear from the dodgers is this is a once in a generation player we hear that every year there's a new once in a generation player greatest player of all time we hear that from time to time what I was thinking is Shohei Otani 
was in all sorts of New Balance commercials. Do you remember those commercials that played during, maybe during the World Series or maybe during the playoffs or maybe during the regular season? I can't remember when. And Shoei Otani is a great front man for baseball. He is internationally famous. He now has the biggest contract in all of sports. Bigger, you're going to see graphics bigger than Messi and bigger than Ronaldo and bigger than Trout. What now? Did Shohei Otani agree as part of his deal to do things for baseball, to do things for the Dodgers? We tried to get those in contracts, and it is very hard to get. It is very hard to get players to do more. It's very hard to get players to be the face of baseball. It's very hard for a player who will not give interviews. Whether that player and Otani, I've told you about Ichiro, who did interviews in Japanese. He could speak English, but he was more comfortable in Japanese because he could express himself the way he wanted to express, express himself and how important that is. Otani may be very similar, way more comfortable doing interviews in Japanese than English. You can tell he speaks English because when he's interviewed and he's got his translator, he's looking at the person asking the questions in English and he's nodding along. Then he hears the translation, but he's got his answer ready. My guess is he understands English, he speaks English, but is more comfortable speaking Japanese. It is rare that in North American sports, that the face of a sport will be someone where English is not the first language. That may be right, that may be wrong. I'm trying to just give you a business fact. The ability for MLB or for the Dodgers to fully monetize Shohei Otani is less than the ability to fully monetize Mike Trout, except Mike Trout didn't want to be fully monetized. And maybe Shohei will, and maybe that will help the league. Maybe that will help the Q rating of the league. I'll tell you what would have hurt it. Shohei Otani in Toronto. Major League Baseball did not want Otani in Toronto. There are myriad reasons, including the way broadcasters and their ratings and the way they figure their ad revenue and the way that you get broadcast revenue as a league, streaming revenue. You want your best players in the biggest markets. When LeBron James went to the Heat, that was a difference maker. That put Miami on par with New York, Los Angeles, and the way Miami is a city always wanted to be and always could be. He transcended location by bringing a market that was fine and making it the top. Why does that work in basketball? Because the Heat were in the finals every single year when he was on the Heat. In baseball, it doesn't work that way. It's regional. It's a slow burn. It's a long season. Shohei Otani may have improved and increased the odds of the Dodgers to win the World Series, but that's just a reflection of all the people betting it right now, thinking it's a done deal. It's not like basketball where him coming means automatically they win. And the reason I know that is him on Anaheim didn't win a playoff game. So there are so many different angles here, and I'm going to leave you with one wait to see, and we're going to make it official. And you're going to say, Samson, this is so ridiculous and corny, but it's meant to show you how hard it is to get the ring. Because of the aforementioned lack of pitching, 
and the fact that Shohei won't be pitching for the Dodgers? Wait to see. The Dodgers will not win the World Series in 2024, and they will look back at this day and say, ooh, maybe we'll get him next year. Shohei Otani gets $700 million over 10 years and is now a member of the Los Angeles Dodgers of Los Angeles. It's just business. I'm sorry, Toronto, Anaheim, San Francisco, New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut. This is nothing personal.